0: Hi, my name is David. I'm a compulsive overeater and a food addict. Hi, David. And I'm going to start out kind of qualifying and talking a little bit about my current life situation and then I'm going to um, dive into step three um, because I, I like to look for things which practically really help me. And step three really helps me. I mean, all the steps help me, but... But right now step three is really up and um, I wanna share some ideas some thoughts about it, around it. Um, so as I, uh, I've been in program for, I've been in program twice. The first time I was in program was uh, uh, <clears throat> like 42 years ago, for a year. And um, I lost a lot of weight and I didn't work the steps. I kind of treated it more as a food program. Um, but I did carry away some things from it, um, which I've never lost, um, like the Serenity Prayer. Um, so I came back into program about twenty three years ago because my life was under my life. Felt like it was completely falling apart, and it was too painful, and I knew, I knew that, I knew I was a compulsive overeater, and I was um, using food, and I had gained a lot of weight. There was no question that I needed some help. Um, I was also married, I um, have three kids, and I also was coming to terms more than, not completely, with my sexuality and it was just too big a bridge to gap to to jump. Um, The world felt very scary, felt dark, um, and I was at my wit's end. I was desperate, which is a good place to be when you come into program, as it turns out. Um, Although you can come into program anyway. And by the way, what I'm gonna share is um, just my own experience, Strength and Hope, I don't speak for OA as a whole, so take what you like and leave the rest. Um, so, um, <clears throat> I've been in program continuously for twenty three years. I've had a couple relapses. My last relapse was oh, more than ten years ago. I don't really count it—the days or the months or years—but I it's probably twelve years ago or something. It—it it doesn't matter as much as what today is for me, <clears throat> and I'll get into that in a, mi- in a minute. Um, I'm blessed with um, great relationships with my children, great relationship with my ex-wife, some very close friends, with a, a job that I just recently transitioned into. I'm 66, and I started a new job four months ago. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> And it's a job which um, I couldn't have imagined being able to do. And I certainly couldn't be doing it if I wasn't abstinent Um, and if I wasn't working the steps. And I I still pinch myself. I mean, I'm interviewing people all the time for this job. I mean, to hire people in the job, and and they ask me while I'm there, and I tell them while I'm there, and I get very fired up on the inside because that's how I feel. I am, I am so fortunate. And um, this program has played an enormous part in me being able to show up for this job. This job, as it turns out, is really hard for me. It's, it's stretching me in ways that I don't like to be stretched. And um, yesterday I had to give a, a leadership presentation to uh, 15 of my peers and I've been preparing it, I've been worrying about it for two months and i had been preparing it for three weeks and it didn't go as well as I had hoped because I ran into audio problems and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And, and I reflected back on it last night um, and I said, well, what, how did I make it through the presentation? I got some feedback that I looked calm and I'm going, what? So I felt just scared on the inside. And so um, what I did last night and this morning was reread step three in the new um, OA 12 by 12, the second edition. And I wanted to share about some of that reading that was meaningful to me. Um, Because this is something that actually I use. This isn't a theory. This is something that really makes a difference in my life. So I'm gonna use, um, I have a, a little device here which has the book on it and it has some passages on it. And I'm gonna read some from some of the passages and I'm gonna comment on it. And um, thank you. So let me turn this little puppy on, okay. So step, step three. So for those of you that are new to program, there are 12 steps. And it's helpful to work them in order. Um, You don't have to, but it's helpful, it's suggested. Step three, one might say, well, God, you've been in program for 23 years, and you're talking about step three? (laughs) Yep, I am. And sometimes I'm talking about step one. And it's completely fine. This isn't something that you get and then you move on, you never think about it again. This is something that you live. So step three is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God. And it's the spiritual principle of faith. So for me, my personality is very fear-based. And before this program, I really didn't have faith that things would work out. I lacked faith. And through this program, I've been able to Establish a higher power that I can believe in and then exercise my faith. So <clears throat> I, when I read last night, um, because I had, I had to have faith yesterday when I was in that meeting that I would be okay, and I was actually feeling my higher power right next to me, almost blowing through me saying, you're gonna be okay, you're gonna be okay, you're gonna be okay. And that was really helpful. Especially when like, I was trying to play a video in front of all these people and it didn't work and I couldn't get the sound working and I couldn't figure it out. And a big part of me just wanted to just run away right there. Mm-hmm. And my old self would've not only wanted to run away, would've wanted to run away to some place that I could just binge my head off. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's so painful. <clears throat> There was so much shame that I felt in that moment. But with this program, I could go, all right, I'm feeling shame, okay. And I could even joke about the people, boy, boy, this is, this is an example of what I'm talking about. Because I was talking about um, ways of being in fear. And this is, this is a company, it's a leadership program. And I used my current state as an example. And that was helpful. Could I have done that before program? No way. So I, I, read, I read the literature. I read Step 3 last night, and I reread it a few times. I read the old version, and I read the new version. Um, and I thought, okay, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to read something that was actually meaningful, me, meaningful to me and really meaningful in the moment. So that's, that's, that is what is meaningful. Um, so I'm going to read passages, and I'm going to comment on them. It has been said that the first three steps of Overeaters Anonymous program are simply, I can't, God can, I think I'll let God. So step three is the third one, I think I'll let God. And it's a, it's a, it's a real experience. I've I had enough, I've been in program enough and been able to have work with amazing sponsors and sponsees and have experiences that I can actually feel a presence greater than myself. And it doesn't mean that it's a particular, it's not, the, it's not the, the God or higher power of my upbringing. It's something different, but it feels real to me. And that's all that matters. And some people I know, they feel it in the group. I feel it more in the energy of the world. I just feel it and I feel grateful that I can feel it. However you feel it, however you define it, it's completely fine and as long as it's yours, higher power is yours. You get to make your higher power. You get to define your higher power. You get to do something that's important to you. Note that we have said this step, step three is simple. We have not said that it is easy. It is not easy because for every one of us, this decision means that we must now adopt a new and unfamiliar way of thinking and acting on life. From now on, we let go of our preconceived notions about what is right for us. When faced with choices, we earnestly seek guidance from our higher power, and when that guidance comes, we act on it our new way of life begins with a willingness to adopt a whole new attitude about weight control, body image, and eating. So what is willingness and how do we get willingness? It's a really good question. For me, sometimes willingness is like, I'm aware of an intention, and sometimes I think, I don't really feel completely willing to do that intention, to act on that intention. And sometimes it's helpful for me to act as if, just, just pretend that I'm going to do it and I'm willing to do it. I don't really feel willing, but just act it, and see where I go, see where, see, see what space I get to, see where I, see what actions I take, and that's sometimes really helpful. I doesn't, I haven't required a complete emotional, spiritual transformation in order to be willing. Sometimes it happens, but I don't but a lot of times it doesn't. And a lot of times there's so much fear around something that even that I know I should be willing I don't really feel willing. But what I can do is say, okay, I'm just going to act as if I'm willing. And I'm going to imagine my higher power is right next to me and I'm going to take that first step. That first step might be Boy, I really want to eat something right now. Okay, the step is just pause. Or the step might be like it happened to me yesterday. Boy, I really run, want to run away because I, this presentation that I was hoping was gonna go perfectly is not. And they're all looking at me, staring at me, trying to get the controls to work. Am I willing to sit there and be in this chair and be true to myself in this moment. And let my higher power guide me in this moment. Not completely, but I'll act as if for this moment. A lot of willingness for me takes courage. So I can be willing and I know it's the right thing, but I'm and I am scared. And since I know my higher power, power is right next to me, I can have the courage to act. And sometimes, it doesn't have to be a big action. It can be a little teeny baby step. That, that's the other thing that I want to talk about willingness. I am not committing to be abstinent for the rest of my life. I can't. But I can take a baby step To be abstinent for the next four hours, or sometimes for the next five minutes, or sometimes just in this moment. So, a lot of willingness for me, besides courage and acting as if, comes with experimentation. What experiment, what small experiment am I willing to run to be able to, to move into the next phase, the next? few minutes of my life sometimes they're bigger experiments but i try and keep my experiments kind of small because otherwise i feel like i'm jumping over a big wide chasm and i might fall into the blackness it's scary and i'm i've been in program long enough that i know that chasm is a figment of my imagination and my my stinking thinking but it still feels that way sometimes. So I try and take little baby experiments along the way. And it's okay that I that I take these experiments even though I'm they're unfamiliar and I'm uncomfortable. This program doesn't guarantee us to be comfortable all the time. Are my Oh, my God. Okay, I'll speed it up. Okay, um, my, my experience as an addict is I want to be comfortable all the time, right? All the time. That's my experience. And it's okay. I want, that's, that's, that's the way my brain circuitry is, is wired. I do not want to be uncomfortable. But I know that some discomfort helps me grow, and I know I won't die from it. It's Really important. Sometimes I feel physically hungry in this program. I didn't before. I made sure I didn't before. And I'm able to feel the physical hunger and I'm able to go, God, my body's working like it's supposed to. Yay. God, I'm actually, I'm actually eating as much as my body needs and now my body's telling me I need more. Fantastic. That's a, that's a huge, there's a huge gift of gratitude in that for me. In OA, we are given no diets, but we are shown a program of recovery that addresses the emotional, spiritual, and spiritual nature of our program in addition to the physical. So I see OA as a three-prong stool. I can't just focus on the physical. Sometimes it feels kind of cool when I'm, you know, when I, when I'm losing weight. And so It feels kind of great, but I know that's, that's false. Because if I just focus on the physical, it's not going to hold up. I'm not going to be able to sustain myself. So the way I can sustain myself is working the steps and keeping my food plan and recognizing that there are emotional components to my recovery there are physical components to my recovery and there are spiritual components to my recovery. And they all need to be worked. And, it, and it's transformative. This program gives me so much. I mean, I've had years of therapy. This program has given me things that therapy has never been able to give me. And it's free. But it requires action and it requires willingness. And I've seen it work. So it also, I also have hope, because I know it works. And I've seen it work in myself, and I've seen it work in others. None of us can follow this way of life perfectly, but we find that our success in recovery and our freedom from food obsession are in direct proportion to how sincerely we try to live in this manner. So I use some tools around, for sustainability, progress, not perfection huge doses of self-compassion because my my addictive nature, my disease wants to beat the crap out of myself. So I this program has taught me, I had some amazing sponsors that taught me self-compassion and a loving embrace. When I came into the program, I couldn't look in myself in the mirror without cringing. And through lots of work and program work, I can look in the, myself in, my, in the mirror and most times I can say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's a gift that I, I can't, it's a miracle, kind um, <clears> of. <throat> taking step three shows our willingness to live by God's will one day at a time. So one day at a time is what I truly have. I cannot relive the past nor can I live in the future. The now is what I have. And for me, the now is like a balming salve. Because if I think about just now, how am I feeling? Just in this moment, I'm actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. I have lots of things going on in my life. There's some health problems with my kids, significant ones. But for right now, I'm okay. And I can be the best I can be by staying in the moment. many of us have have found that working the 12 steps and applying them in our lives has helped us to better understand God's will having this willingness to work the steps we do not let any doubt or confusion we may still have keep us from acting we concentrate on whomever or whatever we think God might be and we say out loud in words of our own choosing that we will now turn our will in our lives over to our higher power holding nothing back When we say our personal prayer asking for help and mean it we have made the key life-changing decision that will lead us to recovery. We have taken the third step. So what is my what is my prayer? And this prayer is actually, I I alluded to it in the beginning of the share, the serenity prayer. And the serenity prayer is God grant me the serenity to accept the things that that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference, thy will be done. And this is a sustaining prayer. I can say it in any moment. I can say it to myself quietly. I can say it, I can verbalize it. I can, I can get on my knees and I can say it. I can say it on the bus. This is a really powerful prayer and it helps keep me in alignment with my higher power, power. So that's all the that's all the time that, that I have. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, share. Thank you.